The biggest piece of any event, in my opinion, the most important thing that happens in your event is a good MC. Welcome to Bullish, where we talk about the journey and process to build ourselves and companies into multi-billion dollar people and brands. Currently, my business and investment funds have done tens of millions in revenue. And this is the documentation of the journey to scale to the billion dollar realm. All while we give back and do good in the world. My name is Bridger Pennington, and welcome to Bullish. Hey, hey guys, hope you're enjoying the show. Now, as you know, we don't run advertisements on this channel. We just spread this by word of mouth. So if you can, please rate and review the show. If it's benefited your life anyway, please drop that down below. I actually love reading them. I love seeing what people say and share and stuff. So if you guys can, if you've, this show has helped you in any way, shape or form, please rate and review and share this with a friend or two that may benefit their life. We do this just to help more people understand this game that we're playing. Thank you guys so much and we'll get back to the show. Boom, people, welcome back to the show. Today, we're actually gonna break down Fund Launch Live. This is our 2,000 plus person event we just threw six months ago in Miami, Florida. We're gonna break down how we did Fund Launch Live number one, which is a 1,200 person event, both sold out. And right now we're planning, actually, Fund Launch Live number three, which is a 3,000 person event in Orlando, Florida next year. It's gonna be pretty fun. Um, now, before I dive into this, all of you should be considering throwing events, whether they are big or small. It doesn't matter if it's a huge multi-thousand person event or a small poker night or dinner party or whatever. This is how people connect. It's a great way for you to build your network and learning how events run is massive. For years and years, I have wanted to throw big events. I like speaking on stage. I like the just the whole thing. I wanted to get better at it. So I've attended, I don't know at this point, hundreds of events. I actively go to events. And I, yes, I like to just go hear what the speakers are saying, but I, I also watch what they're doing. I like to think through what's the order of speakers? Why that topic? How did the MC bring that person out? What was the transfer of power on stage? What happened there? What kind of um, AV and lights and color of the lights and what kind of temperature is the room? And how are they structuring? Like when I got my pamphlet, how did I check in? I, I'm a geek about events. I really get down to the nitty gritty of every detail of how events are run. Do they have booths outside? Do they not have booths outside? Do they open the doors? Do they close the doors? Where's the security at? Like, I get really detailed. How's the stage structured? I mean, I uh, if you look at my notes, if I go to an event, you'll see some notes from the speakers. About, about half the notes are from the speakers, like what they're teaching, which it's kind of fun to learn from them. The other half is how the event is running or how the speaker is speaking. How's their energy on stage? What's their stage presence like? What's their nonverbal cues they're doing? Anyways, I, I geek out about all this. Um, it's kind of fun. So uh, over the last few years, we've consolidated this down and learned from some of the best people in the industry to our event. So I'm gonna walk you through what we did for our event to give you kind of an inside scoop of how, at least how meticulous we get into structuring our events. So first off, for, for Fun Launch Live, we did a three-day event, okay? Day one started at about noon, and then day three ends at about 4 or 5 p.m., okay, in the, after, the afternoon. So it allows people to come in in the morning get checked in, all that kind of stuff. You start at noon. I've seen some events that start like 9 a.m. Typically, no one's there at 9 a.m. because there's check-in, there's people who are late, they gotta get an Uber. I love starting events at noon. Uh, we end the last day because people are trying to usually fly out that night. They like to, to cut the end of the event uh, early, so you give them time to come in and out of the event. Now, we order speakers in a very specific way. Every speaker that speaks on stage at Fun Launch Live for me has a specific purpose and reason they are on stage. So the first thing I'm gonna say is, we did a three-day event, and we structure our event uh, with this framework in mind. Uh, I think I've talked about this before on the show, but the framework of vehicle internal external. This is how our brain typically consumes information. So this could be when you're pitching a fund, when you're writing an email, when you're writing a website page, when you're doing anything. We typically consume things vehicle internal external. So for example, we talk a lot about funds. 
So when I'm on stage, I've got to first convince somebody that funds work just in general. Okay. Like, okay, Bridger, there's a new thing called funds. What is it? Like, okay, funds work. So they, yes, they work on Wall Street. All the, the Fortune 100 people are riddled with fund managers. Funds have worked for me. They've worked for a lot of these other people that you've seen out here. Like funds work in general. So I'm trying to get you to, the, to build the vehicle. Okay, vehicle V, like funds work. The next tier of that is, okay, I get that funds work, Bridger, for you or some big people on Wall Street, but do funds work for me internal? So vehicle, do funds work? internal is do funds work for me? And that's the question of, okay, I'm from a small town. Does it work for me? I'm in uh, manufacturing. Can a fund work for me? I'm in real estate. Can a fund work for me? I'm in a business. And so what we do is share a lot of examples, things to break down. Yes, funds work for you. We share a lot of testimonials, things like that. And then finally, the last one is external. Okay. How much time is it going to take? How much money, how much resources is it going to take? I don't know if you ever guys been on a sales call and someone's a lay down sale. Like time's not a problem. Money's, yeah, I, you know, it's money issues, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Like it's just not a big deal. The reason that happens is because that person is already sold on the vehicle and the internal. When you're sold on funds work and funds work for me, I don't care what the money is, the time, the cost, whatever, like I'm in. But typically if you're talking to a customer and they're like, yeah, it's just too much money. I will step back and say, hold on. Okay, I get that it's too much money. But are you sold on funds? Do you believe funds can even work in general? Yes or no? If maybe they say yes, and then, okay, do you believe though that a fund would work for you? It would actually transform your business, 10X your business? Yes or no? Typically, the answer will be no there. Because if the answer was yes, yeah, a fund would 10X my business, then, well, then what's a couple dollars if it's gonna 10X your business? That means nothing, right? It's just an investment. That's where you get laid on sales. We have the same thing with, um, Crypto. So I run a crypto fund <laughs> and when we're pitching crypto, um, it's funny, we've got to convince people that crypto works, which is a, you know, a big ass. A lot of people do not like crypto. So we, we spend a lot of time on the vehicle in our pitch crypto. We try to get them crypto works. And then secondly, okay, crypto can work for us. Like me and you, we like our fund works in crypto. And then finally, okay, how much time, money, resources are going to take? We had, we pitched a big family office like six months ago. We did the whole pitch right at the end and they're like, okay, yeah, we're interested, but hold on. I just don't, they're like, I just don't get crypto still. Like, I just don't get it. And we were like, crap. Like we messed up. Like we didn't, we didn't close them on vehicle at the beginning. Is this kind of making sense? You guys following along? So that's, that's what we do with our event. So we have three days. Guess what the three days are? Day one is all about vehicle, all about how funds just work in general. Day two is primarily dedicated to internal funds work for me. So last year we had David Yao speak on day two. Uh, I think you might miss, anyways, day two. We had a couple other guys speak day two, but David Yao, he was a pharmacist. He just was in the back. He had a lot of time on his hands because the pharmacy was kind of slow. He learned how to day trade. He then launched a $10 million hedge fund and it's been very successful, Tradewind Capital. He's like, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm just like you guys. I'm a pretty average dude. We had another, we had a, a couple of speakers. They're like, Hey, I've got a, I've got a gimp leg. I've got, I grew up, uh, I was, I'm from India. I'm from a different country. I'm from whatever. And yet a fund work for me. And what happens is it breaks down those false beliefs in the back of their brain that funds work. Cause our, 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 our event is called fund launch live. Our goal is to help people launch more funds. And so we have to break down these false beliefs in their brain that won't allow them to launch a fund. I can give them all the strategy in the world, but if they're not convinced on the vehicle and internal, they'll never use it or never do anything. Is this kind of making sense? So day two is pretty much dedicated to internal. The end of day two, we kind of get into external things. So time, money, 
knowledge, resources, sometimes motivation. And by day three, we're typically um, hitting some external. And then we hit uh, the kind of last piece of that is kind of the higher purpose. So that's where we have a lot of our sometimes motivational speakers will be on day three or the purpose of it. How it's going to help your family and your community and all this kind of stuff, the higher vision and purpose of this. So that's how we structure our three-day events. Um, now, and you can do this over four days or five days or one day or whatever, but that's the order of a brain or it could be a 20-minute pitch, but the order of the brain is vehicle, internal, external. Hey, hey, what's going on, people? Hope you're enjoying the show. This is Bridger Pennington here. So if you like the show so far, if you're more of a visual learner, we actually post almost all of these to YouTube. So if you go look me up, Bridger Pennington on YouTube, we're there. We actually have a ton of different content on funds and different business structure and strategy, stuff that we kind of don't touch on on the podcast, but are more visual-based stuff. So if you're a visual learner, go to YouTube and go check me out, Bridger Pennington on YouTube. With that, we'll get back to the show. Thanks, guys. Now, additionally, so you kind of, this is kind of helpful, kind of cool to see the inside. Um, now, a bunch of huge things on speakers. So we have speakers, that that's kind of our plan, but then speakers um, are drastically different. Some speakers are very low energy. Some are very high energy. Some speakers are very analytical. Some are very much more fluff. I just tend to like speakers that are typically more animated and have a lot of stake. Like I have a lot of like just the actual meat of a presentation with data and analytics, but they have also high energy. I think it's a great combo. But what we typically do though, is sometimes if you've been to an event like a motivational conference, you have high energy speakers back to back, your brain kind of gets fried. <laughs> so what we do is we typically ebb and flow from a high energy speaker to a low energy speaker and then high energy speaker to a low energy speaker. And what happens is it keeps your brain entertained while you're watching that. Does that kind of make sense? It's also a good idea when you're speaking to go from really high energy, like you're super excited to slowing down and really making people feel that. And it's something I've practiced for a decent amount of time. I practice on this podcast actually, is moving my energy on the show, moving my tone, moving my speaking patterns. When I tell a different piece of a story versus a very high energy story, I change my speaking tone and pattern. You want that same ebb and flow to happen throughout your event. Otherwise people will get either fried or bored, okay? Now, the biggest piece of any event, in my opinion, the most important thing that happens in your event is a good MC. An MC is that person, and some events, I, I show up to events, they don't even think about the MC, and it blows my mind. This is the most important piece of your whole event. The MC is the person that comes out and warms up the crowd, gets people talking, gets you, hopefully gets the energy high to a peak state before you or one of your speakers comes on stage. So if you've been to our events, we have uh, Devon, he's an incredible MC. I would say the best MC in the world. I've been to hundreds of events, I've never found a better MC than him. He's not too much, he can make you laugh, he can hit certain points, and he's just, he's a very charismatic person. And by the way, the MC ends up spending the majority of the time on stage. An MC is very important. Um, a good MC is gonna wake the audience up, it's gonna, he's gonna feel, he or she will feel the energy of the audience, and will pre-frame the next speaker very well. So if you've been to our events, you'll see Devon, he'll get up there, crack jokes, he'll dance on stage, he'll do all this fun stuff. And um, then he'll pre-frame, like if I'm coming to stage, you know, all these cool things about me, he'll pre-frame. And then um, he usually, you know, get on your feet, welcome to the stage, Bridger Pennington, or you know, whoever's coming on stage. And then we have, we usually do a big beat drop. We have like a uh, music that hits, walkout music, like, and we have a big music. And we, like in the last event, we had smoke cannons, we had lights flashing, like our screen, we'd come under the screen, like it was opening up, it was really cool. We had a big LED screen and that's massive. It's massive for framing the energy of the room and keeping people engaged. I've been to other events where it's, uh, okay, I think our, um, 
uh, I think our next speaker, are you about ready? Okay, yeah, yeah, our, our next speaker is coming to stage. Um, and I think it's uh, it's Jim. Okay, Jim, yeah, so Jim's coming to stage. This guy's gonna blow your minds. Um, and so welcome to stage, Jim. And the, the crowd kind of claps like a golf clap versus our events. He's like, Devon Brown's like, he tells a whole riddle of, about what you're going to talk about, your story, what frame. Bridger's going to talk about how funds are built, how they're structured, how it can change your life, what things can happen. So if you're with me, get on your feet. Welcome to the stage. So everyone comes out to a standing ovation on the And what it does, it gets people out of their seats, their body moving, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, massive to have a good MC. Pay the money for a good MC. Um, it is, it is the most valuable thing we pay for at our whole event. Now, AV, you guys can, that's kind of an obvious one. You can look at AV and AV teams, make sure there's just good structure for them. Um, but that's, that's a little bit of the kind of behind the scenes of how we break through and break down events. Um, I will speak on stage at our event, uh, I think five to seven times. Um, at our events. Um, and I'll talk about usually day one, very vehicle based things, day two, very internal based things, day three, very uh, external and or future based things. And so we structure the full event that way. Uh, that's, and by the way, this structure that I just talked about, we structure our website funnels that way. The top is all vehicle, middle's internal, the bottom's external. We structure our emails this way. We structure our ads a lot of times this way, vehicle, internal, external across the board is, is massive. Um, I'll share, uh, one last thing with just events though. And maybe we'll do another. If you guys like this episode, let me know down below or comment back. We can do a, a even, I can even pull up all of our spreadsheets, show you our systems behind how we organize and plan things. Um, the last thing I'll share though, events, there's a lot of different things you can do at events um, and small things that'll make or break your event as well. Uh, but overall, an event, even if we made, let's just say we made, we made good money on FunLaunch Live. We make a decent amount of money. But let's just say we broke even or lost money. I would still do Fun Launch Live. It is an incredible event just for our brand, our community, uh, everything we're doing. Um, and it is massive. So when you're considering doing an event for you, I would say uh, a couple things. Do all the things I just talked about. Um, make sure your event is in a blue ocean. Meaning there are a hundred real estate conferences around the globe. And probably in your city. I mean, everyone and their dog has come to our real estate summit or conference or whatever. And they're very much the same. Why would I come to yours versus somebody else's? Try to find a niche within your community. It's just like marketing any other, any other thing. Some people don't remember this with events. They just think they'll throw an event. And people will just show up just because they threw an event. We picked Fund Launch Live, that name, on purpose for a reason. Um, we wanted an event that was specific to our audience. That was a blue ocean. There is no, really no other event like ours that have, is meant for emerging fund managers that are launching funds. And so we found this little blue ocean that we went after. If we would have just said like capital raising, you know, summit or event or come like learn finance event. There's a lot of those types of events, but we went pretty niche. And what happened is when you go niche, it actually attracts more people to learn about that niche thing. It's like saying, um, you know, come learn at a real estate conference or like Pace Morby would throw something like, come learn how we do sub two houses. We actually do seller financing at this event, like specifically and how you could buy a house this weekend. Like very specific. I think niche down does a lot better than broad, big events. Um, but again, that's just my opinion. Do whatever you want. Um, events are amazing. Hopefully this is helpful. Send me a message. If you want more of this, we, I could talk for three hours on events and how we structure them. I just wanted to give you some high level nuggets. You guys are amazing. We'll see you next episode. Peace.